As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. To episode one, three, zero, two of down to dunk. You can find us here on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. What's up? Well, boys. We're here. We made it. On the eve. On the precipice of either the end of the season. Yep. Or the most excited we've been about Thunder basketball in a decade? I mean. A half decade. For sure. 20... We were we were pretty excited. Twenty nineteen, still, yes. yeah, to start, yeah, to start the season, yeah, and then throughout, and then we got dream scenario. We did get dream scenario. So I mean that was that was cool. Um, hey, if you were gonna watch the game, where would you watch it? Tonight? Ooh, I know where I would watch it. Where Luke? on TV at Fastler Hall? Yes, that's where. We will be watching it. Yeah, join us at Bassler Hall tonight. Uh, our friends at Clubby are going to be there, <laughs> passing out free things, hopefully, such as beverages, beverages, shirts, hats, koozies, koozies. I, I don't know about shirts and hats. I just am guessing what I else they might throw out. Koozies, just koozies. But it's going to be fun. Should be a lot of fun. If you're in Oklahoma City or you're in a surrounding area. I saw somebody last night that was like, hey, anybody know where there's a watch party in Tulsa? It's like, Tulsa, you're 90 miles away. Come on, man. Come on. You're basically here. Come on. You can stay at the L-Man's house. Come on. That is not me that just made that invitation. You cannot. (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't had a chance as a Friday podcast to talk about the Pelicans game. And we won't spend a lot of time because it's been talked about a lot. But what a special night for this team. It was amazing. And the thing that was so special to me about it was the door thing is always surprising, yet not, not a surprising thing. Giddy's performance was singularly the most impressive part of the, the evening to me because it was unexpected in the way that it took place. Like, the fact that he scored so well and was in such control 
and didn't turn the ball over. Uh, he just was flawless. Hit three in the, threes. In the most important game in his career. Yeah. At 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you start adding all of those things up. And I was listening to just a piece of Ryan Rosillo's podcast. And he was like, when you watch Josh Giddy play, you don't realize until he's next to a big how big Josh Giddy is. Yeah. And the fact that he is as, as big as he is and can do what he does. Now, I fully expect, because I'd like to talk, obviously, way more about tonight's game against the Wolves. I do expect some of the regression to the mean for him and Dort. But the encouraging thing is the reality that, as a team, they didn't shoot well from the three-point line. Like, J-Dub was almost non-existent offensively. They shot 29%. Yeah. That's was well, 11 of 30. 11 of 37. That's well below their average. Yeah. So I'm like, if you talk about the fact that Giddy and Dort might regress to the mean, I think you're, I think Shea may score 40 to 45 tonight. That's the thing. Without Jaden McDaniels there in Minnesota. Yeah, I heard one of your one of your guests is the oh, Dane. No, yeah, Dane. Yeah, Dane Moore. Yeah, he just talked about throwing Mike Conley on him, and I'm like, oh. It's a little different that's than Herb. Be, it's going to be cooked. That's going to be bad. <laughs> it's a little different than Herb Jones. You know, and I know Ant will try, but if he's really dealing with fatigue the way that it was, it looks like he is, yeah. to give the effort he's going to have to give to stay in front of Shea is going to detract from what he can bring offensively. And what they need is him to be something offensively. Mm-hmm. So here's just for the sake of let's move on to the Wolves game. Mike Conley was six of eight from the three-point line against the Lakers. Yep. Gideon Dort, I don't know what their total comp combined was. But out of those three players, you would probably trust Mike Conley to be more consistent, at least from the three-point line. Yeah, they were seven of 15. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so not quite the same percentage, but whatever. That's not really the point. So. Mm-hmm. If you were going to go in tonight and say, which one of those two do you think? And let's just take the percentage of the three-point lineup and look at just the total points in the game. I, it's hard for me to – I know Conley has been historically great, but he hasn't been all that substantial like that in a few seasons. Yeah. So it's I'm wondering, like, with the Thunder's ability to defend, all the Lakers have been a great defense for the last, you know, 20 games. I just wonder if if Conley, which is the only reason they even stayed afloat in that game, mm-hmm. I wonder if he's also going to regress a little bit and what he brings tonight. There's there's no there's no real data that I believe you can go off of to give any clear expectation for this evening. Mm, there is one vibes, and the vibes are strong. The vibes are strong with the, the thunder. The vibes <laughs> are strong. It's true. You have Rudy Gobert, who is listed as questionable tonight, uh, as is Towns. I fully expect both of them to play tonight. I mean, if Towns and Gobert <laughs> sat out of the play-in game, <laughs> can you really imagine? Towns is questionable with the right calf strain, and Gobert is questionable with back spasms. Mm. Um Jalen Noel is also questionable with left knee tendinopathy, but I'm not sure that he would necessarily play in tonight's game anyways, especially if Gobert and Towns play. Um, yeah, I tonight is going to be so interesting because it's a, it's a battle of two teams, one that has pretty terrible vibes. Go, Gobert yesterday at practice said that, and you just don't say this, just don't you don't say it. This is this would be my advice to him. Don't say it. That he wouldn't have played anyways in the game the other night that he was suspended from because of his back spasms. Like, dude, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Just like publicly not a good look. He's such a weird dude. He's such a weird dude. Uh yeah, I mean, there are so many strange things. You I don't know how they're going to handle this, but they've they've been weird all season, and they don't necessarily have an identity. This is some stuff that came from the podcast I did yesterday. And so 
the Thunder clearly do have an identity. They're they have great chemistry. They have great vibes. They're just young. Mm-hmm. Like it's basically like a, a veteran team versus the youngest team in the NBA. It's a lot. It's a lot of contrasting things. It is like you have good so, vibe, good good vibes, vibes, good vibes, good and vibes. bad vibes. You've got youth versus what feels like a little older team. Although Ant and Cat are still not that old, but Rudy, Mike Conley, you yeah, know, those guys. The biggest contrast, though, and I, I just this is what I'm saying. I can't figure out how it's going to play out. Is you have a team that is overly big. Yeah, plays two like centers, c- two centers. Versus, and you have a team who doesn't really play off center. Yeah. I mean, J-Dub, I mean, center. J-Will. You can't do that. Wow. You can't do that. Wow. Other people can do that. You can't do that. I've, in my life, never been more embarrassed and ashamed of myself. I forgive you. Thank you. You are forgiven. Yeah, so J-Will is a center, but he's not, a, you know, like. He's the, an undersized. Yeah, both of those guys he's are. He's an undersized backup big is the, what he is. Both of those guys are seven feet. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. So, but they're both mentally just wild cards. Yeah. Yeah. Just total wild cards. One of the things is just looking back at that Lakers game, they only had six players that played over 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know what I'm saying? So one, play, one bench player played 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. Their starting lineup played 43, 45, 41, 44, 43. Now, I know. Torian Prince is going to move to the bench, more than likely, if Rudy comes back. Yeah. But, man, this is not a team like the Thunder who had the five days of rest. Yeah. Who have the youth part of their game. Like, this is – I wonder how important or not important that is. Now, it's at home, but I'm thinking they played a really important game on Sunday against the Pelicans. Come back – what was that? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday – yeah, play a really important game that goes into overtime with all of the starters play over 40 minutes. Like if fatigue is a factor, it's going to be a substantial problem for the Wolves more than now Rudy comes back, he plays zero minutes, but he's got back spasms. So he's already coming in at mm-hmm. 65%. Yeah, he was not moving well in that Lakers game. So that's right. Those, are, those yeah. are all of those like in the Pelicans game. It's yeah. why I feel more confident than I probably should. Being the 10 seed, playing the 7 seed, playing yeah. in Minnesota. First time that you're in this situation, now it's the second time. But I'm like, there's a lot of things that make me feel overly confident about the Thunder's opportunity tonight, which is why I'm picking the Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You have to kind of like hold yourself back, certainly, Yeah. when you're thinking about this game. Even if, let's say, even if the Thunder lose, mm-hmm. I'm still hyped up about them and their vibes are still strong this is not yeah. a vibe killer regardless yeah I, yeah i i completely agree with that i don't think there's there's hardly anything that can happen tonight that would make you feel bad about their season oh yeah i think making the plan winning the first game of the plan yeah is just all bonus yeah if before the season you said hey this team is going to get to the plan as the 10th seed and they're going to win one game you'd be like what Sign me up. Yeah. That'd be awesome. The largest obstacle, the most significant hurdle Mm -hmm. for this team tonight Mm -hmm. that I haven't heard anybody address yet Mm -hmm. is if they win, it will move them to 500 on the season. It's true. Technically, it doesn't count because it is postseason. Yep. It won't go on their record. So maybe it's not a problem. But we know from this season, anytime they have the chance to get to 500... They have only it one ha- time. It has happened once. It has happened. So I'm just saying that's a big hurdle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that but, is that's true. But all these stats and all these wins just poof gone. They're gone. They don't count. Yeah. So technically, they're one to know. You can't find them anywhere. Gone. Vanished. I gone. mean, for real. And can we just put to bed the whole? Like, I get it. it you can tell me it's not playoffs. Fine. But the word postseason mm-hmm. is literally post. It's after the season. After the season. Uh, trust me, I've had. I can't tell you how many people have been in my mentions telling me that it's not the postseason. I'm, and I just ignore them. I just ignore them because they're stupid. So you have 82 games regular season. Yeah. Four or five games preseason. I would just ask 
Is it before or after the season that this is happening? Yeah. Is also is everybody participating? Yeah. Is everyone allowed no. to participate? No. No. Okay, it, then what what is this then? It's it's pre post season. Oh, that's it. It's just it's the play in and it's the mm. We it, call it we it call it postseason. It's postseason play in, yeah. not the playoffs. It's pre post season. It's yeah. post It's also pre off season. True. True. Yeah. Facts. Uh, and so, really pre preseason, if you think about it, in the calendar year. Everything is technically pre, pre- or post something. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> so the Thunder haven't played the Timberwolves in a while. Since December 16th. In fact, let's go through. The top three players in minutes played for the Thunder when they played the Timberwolves were Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, and Shea. Can you name the next three? I can. Maybe. Go ahead. I, so yesterday I was like, hey, I'm going to be a a well-prepared podcaster. Wow. Ooh. So I grabbed all four of the meetings between the Wolves and the Thunder. Mm-hmm. I pulled them up, began to look at box scores, and said, none of this matters. Did you do this all on your iPad? No, I did it on my computer. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yep, I have a gateway computer that I use for specifically podcasting. Nice. I am pretty sure Pokashevsky is maybe fourth on that list. He's number four. Yes. I know Jeremiah Robinson Earl is up there. He's number six. Oh, so we're looking at five. Okay. That's a long, that's a long ding. I'm going to make a guess. This is where I feel a little less confident. I actually think it was Kenrich. Uh, That's wrong. Ah, See, I knew it. Mm, Okay. Mike Muscala. That's also wrong. He is so far down the list. He's 13th. Well, I didn't do too much research, as I mentioned. I just had them pulled (laughs) up on my browser. Think about how you felt early on in the season. Maybe even preseason. Oh, Trey Mann. Trey Mann. Number five, yeah. So three guys not in the rotation at all. Yeah, got the fourth, fifth, and sixth most minutes. Yeah, that was that was the last time that we saw them. Yeah. If so, I know how we we kind of know how we feel. If you were in their shoes, getting ready to play us, wouldn't you be just miserable? <laughs> I, I think I'd be miserable. From the season, from yeah. that Pelicans game on Sunday where just all hell broke loose. I mean, it was insane. And then... You just, could not have had a best and worst day for a team. Yeah. yeah. You beat the Pelicans. Awesome win. Yeah. Yeah. They Instead showed a of lot. losing once and going home, you have to lose twice. Great. Better yeah. chance. Yet... You're listen. I get it, man. I don't. I never played obviously on this level. I never played basketball on a level high enough to really even extrapolate. Wait, to you this didn't play NBA? I never played in the NBA, guys. Wow. I know, I know, I know. You look at me. And it's the only like, reason oh, you're on this podcast. That's it, yeah, a former player, but uh, or any sport at a higher level than you know most. But fights, that stuff. Hap- that stuff's real. Yeah. If it wasn't for Go Bears, everything else. <laughs> It wouldn't be as significant. Now, punching him in a game yeah. is just stupid. Just stupid. But at the same time, like that, you get heated, especially in important games. The Jade McDaniels one, like to have that in the Gobert punch in the same <sighs> game. Yeah. It, it, it felt so chaotic. To, it, to, as like an outsider looking in, just like, wait, what? What happened? Like there's multiple punches being thrown. One of them way more significant than the other, and, and the one that's significant didn't even land on a person. I mean, that is such a big deal for them. Huge. And am I crazy? Like, I, I think one of the consistent narratives... First of all, no. Thank you. But one of the consistent narratives I've heard about the players on this Wolves team throughout the rest of the whole season has been that Jaden McDaniels is like almost like a first-team all-defense yeah. player. Like, he's been fantastic this year yeah. defensively. So his loss is not insignificant. No, not at all. They, especially when we're talking about Mike Conley defending Shea, 
Like, I'm not sure that there's a bigger contrast to go from Herb Jones as primary defender to Mike Conley. No. Herb Jones is, like, tailor-made to play defense against Shea. Yeah, and and the they did great, the Pelicans overall. I mean, it was... It was definitely not just him. It was they just threw multiple guys. They were just like, Yeah, we're not gonna let you get to the ball. Like we're gonna make you getting the basketball really difficult. And I don't think the Wolves have the guys to do that. No. And so Shea will have an easier time. He's gonna have I mean, I think I think if the Thunder are gonna win tonight, Shea's gotta have like a forty or fifty ball. I think I think he's going to. And I think that he definitely could. I, I think he's going. To, he was the best player on the floor the other night, and I think was that he? Shea was he? Yeah, was he in the second yeah. half? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Ultimately, but it was really more indicative of like how great. I just was so impressed with Gideon Dort. They were awesome. They were awesome. Yes. But Shea is the best player on the but court. When it came down to it, like yes. that that bucket there at the end, the jump we, shot that he hit on the baseline. We got the phantom cam on that. Oh my gosh! Just the, I mean, the body control, the the just perfect touch. Yeah. For that ball to go in, I was like, because even if you, so where I was watching it, the angle was like, dude, that shot. There's that's short. It's going to hit the front of the rim and or the side of the rim and nope perfectly shot mm-hmm. man his and this is what even if gobert plays even if gobert plays 40 minutes even if he's problematic the fact that shea is such a mid-range master mm-hmm. and he's really good at getting underneath i know gobert's going to get his he's going to get rebounds he's going to get blocks all those different things but shea is going to score on this team yeah the thing the thing about the last game that i took away watching the most we've got to be better finishing around the rim there were so many things where people had a like close shot and then they just missed it. Well, and they got better in the second half. Yeah, but the first half was, it was rough. What did Giddy have in the third? 19 or something like that? Yeah, I think that's right. That has to be his highest scoring quarter. You would think. Gosh. But, yeah, you're right. There are some of that. J-Dub was the one that was the most kind of glaring, although he still finishes... When I think back on that game, I do think about more of his finishes than I do his misses. Mm-hmm. He had a, he had a, a a rough game. I mean, he's four fourteen, and that's that's somebody else that I think could look to bounce back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Edwards is probably going to bounce back in a big way tonight too. This is why you can't feel just like overly confident because I think Edwards is going to show up. I don't think he's hundred percent, but the truth is like neither is Shea. You know, going into this game. And so I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. And then it's just who else? Like, does Mike Conley have another big game? Does Rudy Gobert show up and play and the back isn't bothering him as much? Does Cat hit seven threes? Like, anything can happen in one game. That's the, that's the trouble with this. If it were a seven-game series, I think I would pretty easily pick the Thunder just because I think that yeah. mentally – I don't think the Wolves have what it takes to win a seven-game series against hardly anybody, and I think the Thunder do. The trouble is, like, anything can happen in one game, and that is kind of the scary part of it, you know, Uh, especially when you're playing against a team that is contrasts what you do so much. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's going to be really fun, and if – the stakes are so much higher for the Wolves here. I mean, they traded a lot to get Gobert, and they're trying this kind of crazy experiment with these two big men. And if they don't get even one playoff game, they don't get to the playoffs at all. That is troubling mm-hmm. for for the Wolves. They thought they took a big step forward from where they were last year. And that it turns out they've taken a step back. I think whether they get to the playoffs or not, they've taken a step back. But this is—they're uh, going to have to really figure out who they're who they are in the offseason. and like some big changes could be made if they don't get there at all. For the Thunder, I don't think the trajectory changes at all. Oh yeah. No matter if they win or lose tonight, they're going to go back to they're going to go pick somebody in the draft. They may trade up. They may trade out. Who knows what they're going to do with the draft? 
doesn't really matter. They'll go into next season with Chet and this crew and with the goal of developing, you know, continuity and chemistry and figuring out who they are and finding new wrinkles and like that's that's going to happen no matter what. And so you can there's also like the the battle of no expectations or playing loose. You know, it doesn't really matter what happens to like the pressure of, oh my gosh, if we don't win, like I could be gone or this whole thing could get blown up or like my public perception with a guy like Gobert is like in the tank or with Towns, you know, if Towns loses to the Thunder in this game, like his public perception is already not great, but it takes a, a bigger hit, you know, for the Thunder if they lose, people are still like, wow, they shouldn't have been here anyways. That was cool. Good job, OKC. They're going to be back next year stronger than ever, you know. So, I don't yeah, know. The narrative around the Thunder is really good. The vibes, baby. It's the vibes. The vibes. So, good vibes. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, bounce back game. I, I understand, like, there's a lot of things that would predict that that's a reality. I do wonder, because I think it was the December game where Ant started out, like, six of six from the three-point line in the first quarter. Yeah. Or something stupid. And and I remember McKelle, not trying to just pour on this guy, but just talked directly about how Dort did not take his defensive assignment against Ant seriously. Yeah. And so I do wonder what that looks like because Dort is clearly a gamer and brings something. He different. might take tonight seriously. But I, if I you look think. at if you look at Anthony Edwards' last ten games, he is scoring so points. He's scoring twenty. 21 a game, basically, 20.8 a game. But his percentages over the last 10 games, his field goal percentage is 42.3%. And then from the three-point line, it's 32%. Not great, Bob. 67% from the free throw line. That's not great. That's, Dang. I mean, you brought the data today. I know, man. Thank you so much. I, I love it. But I'm just thinking, like, a bounce back game is highly likely. I get all of that. But also, could this be indicative? If he is, really is dealing with some shoulder issues, it's like CJ McCollum. Like, all of a sudden, the game ends, and he's like, oh, yeah, he had a torn labrum, and, you know, like, insert issue he had going yeah. into the game. I'm, like, wondering if this would be one of those games if the Wolves lose tonight, all of a sudden tomorrow they're like, oh, yeah, Anthony yeah. Edwards uh, had two torn ACLs, and he was only playing with one hand. Yeah, cats in therapy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like all of it's those things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's some of that is the PR spin where like, oh, we're, we're, it's not as dis destroyed as you think it's going to be. Yeah, happen. I know. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, it, Anthony has always been, he's a streaky guy. Like he, he's just had more consistency in the la in this last season, but yeah. he's always been a streaky guy. That's what he was known for coming out of Georgia, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, so, that's right. Who yeah. knows? He could go for 40. He could shoot really inefficiently and cost the game for him. This is, I mean, this is why you feel good about Lou Dort being on this team is for a game like this, where I think Edwards is going to get up for it, but he's going to have the most annoying guy guarding him all night. And Dort is going to fight, and it's going to... That matchup is going to be really fun to watch because they both have similar body styles. And so, like, he's going up against a guy that is, like, just as big and strong as he is. And just as quick as he is. And he's going to be with him step for step the whole night. And that's going to wear him out. And it, and it also, I think that level of competition when you're playing against it could also level Edwards up too. Mm -hmm. Because I think that that level, I think that playing against Herb Jones levels Shea up a little bit. You know, Shea had some of his most spectacular shot making in that game against the Pelicans because the defense was so good. And he had to bring literally everything that he had because of it. And I think Dort can bring that out of players, too. I think he brought that out of Ingram, honestly. Some of the shots that Ingram hit down the stretch of that game were so ridiculous. And it was because he had Lou Dort on him. And I think if, if the Pelicans end up winning that game, which the margin was so slim, it could have happened. You know, we're talking about how, you know, Ingram delivered that and that you know, Dort brought the best out of him. So, you know, we'll we'll see. Ingram's great. He's a very good player. He's great. Let's yeah. so if Lou Dort plays <coughs> like he did last game, this game, just great. Can we start calling him 
playoff D. Playoff D. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's earned it. Uh, one of my good friends, I went, we, I went and watched it with a couple friends, and in that, I he had his down, he had showed up with his down to door shirt on. Oh, which I didn't yeah. know he had. I That's was awesome. Like, perfectly timed. Yeah. He kept just hitting his chest. That's right. God, I was so proud of Lou Dort. I was so happy for that guy. He Felt was, vindicated. I did because, I, like all season, I'm saying, you know, like in a meaningful game, you want you're going to want this guy. You want this guy, and he's just fearless, man. Yeah, and so is Giddy. Giddy, Dude, I am like elated. I'm, I know I've mentioned his name 25 times in the first, you know, 20 minutes of this podcast, but dude, he was unbelievable. Um, we have a Giddy question from Pepsi United. Has your opinion on Giddy, his ceiling, role on this team, whatever, changed after his stellar performance in New Orleans? I don't know if it changed necessarily for me, but it does feel more... I guess that would be changed, but I, I can just see it. I feel better. I can yeah. just see a clearer picture of what this roster looks like going yeah. forward. Because remember when yeah. there was that that conversation about like oh can can Giddy and Shea like coexist on the same team mm-hmm. like the you conversation watch that, should be dead. Well, you watch that last game and it's like absolutely. There's no question about that. Yeah, and really the whole season has yeah. felt like that. Like just a big. It has okay, never that been, question can go away. Yeah, it's never been an issue, and so man, I'm, I'm if, stoked on Giddy. And it, I know, and if it's a it's a big if, but if Giddy's consistency from the three point line continues to increase, yeah. Which it did, yeah. year to year. But if he can shoot mid thirties to higher thirties, the roster ceiling, man, is just—I don't know. I, as currently constructed, not even talking about the fifteen draft picks or whatever it was that Sam was just sitting there like. Surely he knew that they're just talking about him, and he's just like, they got this little cheapish smile. It looked like he was talking to somebody around him or something, yeah. but mm-hmm. like. <clears throat> this roster doesn't need a ton else. It needs yeah. peripheral pieces. It doesn't need an all-star. Yeah. Like, is that stupid for me to say? No. No, especially with Chet coming in next year. All of that, obviously, is dependent on what Chet actually is versus mm. what the hypothetical Chet is. Yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty good about what Chet is going to be. We're going to see him tonight? <laughs> free seven, free seven. Now that would uh, that would be something, huh? Here's it hypothetically. Would that help or hurt? I think. Who knows, man? Like, if you threw a guy in that hasn't he played, never played a game, in eighty-three games with your team, you probably practice with him a little bit if he's playing. Yeah, you'd have to bring him off the bench probably, and then. Who knows? Who knows? He goes for 40. <laughs> you beat them by... You win. They score 160 you win, points. Yeah, you win 130 to 99. Free seven. Seven has been freed. And then you head into the then playoffs with seven. Then bring on the seven. Nuggets. Yep. No, he's not playing. And they, he spreads Jokic all the way to the three-point line. They have to pull Jokic to close the game. Can't even play an MVP. Because of seven. Wow. Seven has been freed. No, that's not happening. Sorry. Hey, who signed Isaiah Roby? Speaking of people who dominated Jokic. The New York Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. He'll shine in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He and Jericho Sims are going to just be so. Jericho Sims is a great wrestler name. Yeah, it is. It's just, you're just thinking, you just say that because Jericho. Oh, yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah. It's a great name. Also a good name. It's It's made up. Uh, okay, let's uh, take a quick break, and then after that, we're gonna we're gonna go to L Man's advice. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com/courtside. To learn more, looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, (laughs) I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we're back after that quick break. Uh, L-Man. Someone came to me for some advice. I don't have their name, but this is their question. He says this. He's looking for some advice. I've been happily married for a couple of years. My best friend and old college roommate came over this past weekend. I had to pee and accidentally left the door open which is near our Chicago apartment living room. I do this at home with my wife. I did this my in my wife. Co- his wife. I did this in my college apartment with my roommate. However, they each felt uncomfortable, mostly my wife. And I felt <laughs> so much so I felt the need to close the door midstream. Honestly, I don't think it's a big deal and was surprised with their discomfort. Should they change or should I? The right thing to do when you're hosting somebody is to not openly and loudly pee in front of them. <laughs> so I would say they're in the right. Yeah, this is a pretty simple one for me as like, well. I, I get it. This you're is comfortable with both of them. It's your house. Yeah. You defaulted to what you always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just a... If, if people are at your house, just shut the door. Just shut the door. Because the thing is, you are comfortable. You and your wife are comfortable with that occurring when you guys are alone. Yeah. You and your roommate are comfortable with that occurring when you were alone. But your wife and your college roommate are not comfortable with hearing and watching you do this while they are together. Which probably they don't know. They they probably do not have the relationship that you have with either of them. Yeah. So that's that they're saying he's dead. He's got yeah, and it's you don't you don't pee softly. Here's the thing: everybody in if everybody in the room is comfortable with watching you watching each other pee, fine. If 
if one person's not comfortable, shut the door. Shut the door, shut the bro. Door. I shut think you gotta door. shut the door. It's not that hard, man. Yeah. No. How hard is it to shut a door? Like, would you feel comfortable just peeing in front of them? Just in front of them. Just in a corner. Just into a bowl. Because that's <laughs> yeah. But I would be on the coffee table. Yeah, just into a two-liter <laughs> bottle, like. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable doing that? Then if you do, then go ahead and leave the door open. Yeah, leave the door open. What is the benefit of leaving the door open for this guy? It's just... It's habit. 100% habit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And just like... Just like... 0.01% effort. Yeah. <laughs> the most minimal amount of effort is just... Yeah. Pull the door, dude. And the other thing in the middle of that is... Is he trying to assert dominance? Mm. Oh, now we're talking. He's marking his territory. And he's doing, he's success. Just, like, just letting y'all know, this is my house. This is my house. My my pee sounds can reverberate freely. Yeah, that's right. Nobody guys, gets to tell your me guys what to do cannot. My house. It's, just, it's power move. Yeah, it's just not. Here's why it wasn't a power move: is because he shut it midstream. If it was, <laughs> that's true. If it was a power move, he'd just stare over it. That's them. true. Yep. That's so, the thing. And, and just stare at him. Just and, like pull his head out of the door and just stare at him. Yeah. It's also connected to the living room. Like how close are we talking? It's got to be pretty close. Like could you see his body? I'm definitely. Fairly certain. Definitely. Yeah. You got to shut the door. That. Shut the door, baby. Don't say a word now. Um, okay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to some Twitter questions. Sugar Ray. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. Now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Wap. All right, our first Twitter question comes from at Medicine Clam, who wants to know what is everyone's good luck charm going to be for the game? So I, so for the game the other night, I wore my um, my yellow. What is it? The Deborah Buckets Trivia Hour shirt. Mm, yes, worked. Uh, I'll probably wear my slam through jersey tonight, which is so for so the you're for the, living dangerously though, my man. Hmm. Why changing it up is here's well, here's why okay. I have a reason at lottery at the lottery. I wore my, my yellow Deborah bucket trivia hour shirt at the draft. I ah. wore my slam through jersey Ah, and it worked, it worked great. Worked. feels like the perfect combination. It's the, it's the right progression. I do feel stupid for being as superstitious as i am like it, about random things listen, like you do a sports podcast like, but it's also if you're not yeah, superstitious then i don't like know growing up i always wore the same shirt the same, yeah. you know like it was yeah. always how i did things the same routine all of that in yeah, preparation man. so yeah, i will wear exactly what i wore mm. on wednesday yeah. so it's a shade jersey that i bought this year it's mm-hmm. joggers white thin Hoodie for an undershirt. Yep. Same tennis shoes. Why same haircut. Hoodie? It's gonna be kind of hot. Doesn't matter. Okay. I will sweat it out for superstition. I like it. Yep. No, it's a. Re- it's really thin. It's not that hot. Okay. Here's mine. When I watched the last game, I had a big old glass of wine. <laughs> and tonight, I'm gonna be at a wedding. I'm gonna be drinking a big old glass of wine. That is what I'm gonna do. Is that really your go-to? Yeah. Wine. Red? Yeah. It's great. Just at home by yourself, you just pour a big old glass. Oh, well, I mean, wine. I was watching it with, with, like, I was watching it with my dad. And so we split a bottle of wine. That's sweet. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Did you go out to his place? I was in Stillwater. Oh. So that's where I was and where I watched it. So I won't be watching it in Stillwater. Stillwater's not the lucky charm, though. No. It's the no, wine. No. It's the wine. It's the wine. Have you ever, so, have you ever been in a situation? Mm-hmm. Oh, who was this? This was uh, Hollis Price. Do you remember Hollis Price? Yeah. Played basketball for the University of Oklahoma in probably 297, 98. Yeah, that's probably right. One of the things he did, they were making a run in the NCAA tournament. I think it was the Elite Eight game. 
he started out the game like one of ten. Went inside the locker room, and this sounds weird because you should do this probably more regularly. Ninety nine through oh three. Yeah, ninety nine through oh three. He he washed his hands mm-hmm. to wash the first half of his game. Came out second half, went in bananas. Mm. Everybody should wash their hands at halftime if things aren't going well regularly. Yeah, it would just anyways. Yeah, just in general. But I've uh, I've been. This is how stupid I am, and I'm more superstitious for OU like football games, or if I'm wearing a certain shirt and they're not playing well, I'm like, I gotta go change your shirt. Just so dumb. I'm like, you haven't changed your shirt recently. Like right now? Yeah, with OU football being bad. No. Change your no, shirt. No, I realize this is one of those. another shirt. <laughs> I do think this is, yeah. I just didn't have the right one this season. I need to go to the store. No, this was one of those years where I was most definitely like, oh, well, yeah. nothing I wear is going to impact the yeah. uh, play of this team as if it ever did. So, I uh, when I when I swam, I always wore the same swimsuit. Yeah, <laughs> when I swam, in high that's school. good. I play, playing football. I always wore the same undershirt. It was an old Outsiders. Do you remember uh, the movie? No, it was Kevin Nash and oh yeah, Scott Hall. Uh huh. WCW. The old Outsiders. That's the Wolfpack. You know. That's anyway, awesome. So that was my undershirt. I thought you meant the uh, the movie. Yeah, or the book. Yeah, the book. Oh, yeah, I thought the book. you meant. We read the book I thought you were talking about school. big dog shirts. No, those are dope. I don't. They don't like them still. <laughs> There's a lot of shirts that have gone away. No more. No fear. Massimo, Stussy. They're all gone. I think Massimo is owned by Tar. I don't know if that's true, but they have. Massimo yeah, they used Target. to be Target. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> <laughs> we forget where we were for a second. Uh-huh. What else you want to talk about? And the next Twitter question comes from at Evans. Tanya eight six. Who wants to know? Should we be a little worried about J Dub's lack of assertiveness over the past few games? No. No, I mean he's a rookie. I wouldn't be concerned. I mean, honestly, he took fourteen shots in that game against the Pelicans. He took enough shots. He just normally he hits eight of them. I was gonna say he usually makes four more, and then the game's a little different. So yeah, yeah. I do expect to see him play a more efficient game tonight. Yeah, and even if he doesn't, like it doesn't change the way that I think about him. I mean, you think about how James Harden played in the finals, you know, in 2012. Yeah. That didn't define his career. Yeah. I mean, it did in some sense. And the fact that he sucks. And then they traded him. <laughs> yeah. Because of it. Yeah. <laughs> how many over under one J. Will hook shot tonight? Under. Way under. That's beautiful. That was so awesome. Mark Jackson was like elated. I'm so glad it went in. Can you imagine if he did that and it didn't go in? Or didn't even hit the rim. <laughs> like, whoops. Ugh. It was like the full extension hook shot, too. It was, yeah. It's like, what? I haven't seen him do that one time this year. <laughs> what is happening? Did you know him and Isaiah Joe not only played at the University of Arkansas, they're they're different, like two or three years apart. Yeah. They're also from Fort Smith together yeah. and also played in high, high school. school together. Yeah, really? Yeah. I did not I did. know that. Yeah. I did know that. He, Jay Will was so good in that game. Yeah, it's hard for me because I didn't. He's one of those guys that I didn't realize how good he was till after the game because all I could think about was being one of seven from the three point line. Yeah, and if he hits tonight, you want to talk about what changes this game? Is if he shoots three of seven, three of seven, game over. Two of four because you're pulling Gobert out of the paint. That's why the Thunder against this team have to have now. Carl Anthony Towns isn't a great defender anyway. And yeah. So if they're using just him on the floor, like you're going to have a lot of opportunity to get to the basket. You're probably going to get him in foul trouble real quick too because that's kind of his thing. I was going to say that's that's going to be the thing to watch for. Is yep. If Gobert can't go, it's like, all right, how can we attack, get Towns Attack, in? attack, attack, like, attack. Everybody attack. just go to the hoop yep. every single time. Yep. Yeah. And But if Jay Wilk, if, if Gobert plays and Jay Wilk can pull him out and make him play, I mean, it's game over for the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Hit some shots tonight, Jay Will. Yep, three of seven. That three, three he hit though was such Huge. a big one. Huge. Shot. And that's the thing. This is why you don't he- you don't hesitate, and this is why you want those guys to just shoot, whether it's Dort or Giddy or Jay Will. Yep. Because that opportunity will continue to come up, and if you are not confident yep. to just fire away, 
if he hesitates even for a second on that three that doesn't go in, maybe the Thunder don't win the game. Which what's been, that's what's kind of fun about this is he he's at least said that the the team tells him keep shooting. Yeah, if you get it, shoot it. Yeah, you know, like absolutely, and and that is one of the things. Like, just how many big shots did this team hit to win that game? Shea's jump shot, Jay Will's three pointer. Yeah, the four free throws which we watched not too long ago, them lose a game against the Hornets yep. because Giddy missed the yep. second end. I think it was the first or the second of a, of, of a two-shot. And J-Dub missed a free throw, too. I mean, yeah. Dort, Dort stepping up and hitting those free throws. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the benefit of having just an outrageous confidence that he does. It's so great. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ben Elephant King, who wants to know: Would you trade Giddy for Zion? This is such a like prisoner of the moment thing. Yeah. No. I mean, what incentive do you really have? Do, okay, okay. Who's gonna play more? More games in their career zion or josh giddy giddy yeah i mean that's kind of it for yeah. me i just don't until zion can stay consistently play consistently in games i just don't trust it yeah he's um he's a way better player than giddy and like there's no denying that when he plays he is one of the most unstoppable forces getting to the rim in the NBA period, the end. Like if you pair him and Chet together with Shea, like they could be a title contender next year. Yeah, but you I don't want to. But I. Do, but I would hate to see like next year just like half the games just him just rocking dunks yeah. pregame and then not playing and just be like, what are we doing? Yeah, I think the environment is completely toxic, and a lot of it is because Zion is the way that he is, and I I would not do it. I just wouldn't I wouldn't do it. You you may end up being wrong. One, I don't think that this offers on the table from either team. Um so it's truly hypothetical, but I a player that is like consistently playing a lot of games shows up. And one thing about Giddy is that when the Thunder offense is running at its best, it's because of him. <clears throat> and so if you were to move Giddy and bring in a guy like Zion, you're completely changing the complexity of the team oh, yeah. and the way that they play and how they want to play. So I, there are a lot of reasons why I wouldn't do it. But obviously the number one reason is just Zion's health. He's played 114 games in four seasons. It's not good. There are a lot of games. 28 and a half games per season on average. Now, he missed an entire season. This year he played 29. He's, I mean, the max he's played is 61 games in his second year. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, that's bad. And you got to feel trapped if you're a Pelican fan, man. Yeah, and do, and do we think it's going to get better? No, you don't normally get healthier as you age. <laughs> you know, there are cases of that with like Joel Embiid. Yes, Chris Paul, well, a Steph, little bit healthier. Steph Curry. But Steph it takes, Curry. But, that's a great one. Sorry, let me back up. Somebody of his, what is the reality that plagues him? It's hard for me to see him getting yeah. healthier. Yeah, because if that makes sense. Yeah, because of it's just like the the conditioning side of it. The his body, like his this, body uh, type, paired with his athleticism, paired with the way that he plays. Yes, yeah, is like it's kind of a recipe for yeah. injury. It makes sense that Steph. It's like, oh, okay. Well, he figured out how to keep his ankles not from snapping every time he moved laterally. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, Chris Paul went ve- went vegan or went, you know, meat free or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that really was matter. It was just what one season against the Thunder that he was healthy. It 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 gave him the second part of his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah, I'm I'm going uh, meat free. Which the thing, which the the thing that's so hard for me on a for Zion and it, I I get it, man. But you are 
you're wealthy enough to where you could just hire somebody to make all your food control your entire life yeah make all of your (laughs) food yeah and maybe someday that will happen for him that's the only way it changes when the thunder trade trade giddy for him he'll get here and yeah you know yeah totally different franchise and i don't man sometimes you wonder if the pelicans are just a cursed franchise though they feel very cursed. AD, same thing. Like yeah. you remember that even the Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson team, like they were hurt against. Then all of a sudden they went to Houston, and then they had their like healthiest two or three. Yeah, seasons. I was going to say that. Yeah, they seemed like hopeless until hopeless. they until they went to Houston. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Also, I love Josh Giddy, and I think that he's a very fun player. And he's only twenty years old, and we don't. I mean, if this is what a 20-year-old Josh Giddy looks like in a playing game, what does a 25-year-old Josh Giddy look like in the playoffs? Yeah, that's Larry Bird. exciting. Larry. How much How much longer his hair is going to be? Do you think he's just going to grow it out like Steven Adams? Yeah. Maybe. He has it just exactly where it'll be. Really? I bet he gets, gets it trimmed every three days just to stay right where it is. There's no way. You think that's true? Uh, maybe even every day. There's no way. Just a little snip. Don't they have like on staff? Presty cuts their hair. Stop. That would be a. Ma- it's true. <laughs> That's it's, how he holds his meetings. <laughs> come to my office. Grab the chair. Come sit down. Wraps him up. I mean, don't you have some of the most intimate conversations with your barber? Yeah. I don't like talking to my barber. I shut my eyes and I I try not to talk. Is your barber okay with that? Yeah. And and for that experience, I tip them better. I ask. It's like your Uber driver. Like, don't talk to me. You're going to get a better tip. Yeah. I, my bar, I love my, like, he's such a good dude. Nice guy. And so we'll we'll have some moments where we talk a lot because we talk about video games. We talk about movies we watch and life and music and all those different things. But there are moments where I just am like, I close my eyes and I'm just gone for about 30 minutes and i asked him i said i'm sorry man i just totally blanked out as you know he's like dude it's like i'd do the same thing if you're talking to me i'll talk to you if not i will just be in a zone where i'm cutting hair and i was like perfect so sometimes i talk sometimes i don't i hate talking there's nothing in the worst <laughs> in the worst in the world than talking to an uber driver <coughs> yeah it's horrible oh it's so bad i had one about a month ago that I was going to Beer City Music Hall around that area. Yeah, yeah. And he missed the turn three times. No. That's my miffed and peeve for today. Oh. <laughs> he missed is it three that, times. It's an miffed, odd place miffed, to get to, though. Miffed, it is, miffed, and I understand miffed, it. So the first time, I was like, oh, I understand. That was the turn. You missed it. Let's turn around and go. Second time, I was like, all right, that was the turn. You missed it. Third time you missed it, uh, yeah, it's livid. like fool me once. Yes, because I'm I'm in the backseat going, okay, it's right here, 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 and he missed it. And he's just like, fool me once, shame it. on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool, fool me, me three, three times, times, you get I'm... to murder your Uber driver. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, you can't say that. Well, Did you just open the door and just like roll out of the yeah, vehicle at that just, point? Just jumped out, huh? <laughs> no, I wish. Fourth you time, to, like, big friendly. Where you, where we headed? I was going to Flycatcher. Oh yeah! Fourth time he got it. How's Flycatcher? Uh, it's good. They make good. They have good food. They have really barabalata, man. So it's blah 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 burgers. Blah blah blah. The barabalata. Blah blah blah. They make good food. Blah 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 has good food too. Their burgers are really good. Yeah, that's they have the same burgers. They're very good. They're like they're like Brahms. It's a cool, except for better. It's a cool place. It's a cool area in town. Makes everything better. Hey, have I have I actually walked back on all my Brahms hate yet? I hope so, because. The Brahms by my house went from like a one star my to Brahms. Brahms. <laughs> the Brahms by my house went from a one star to a five star over the course of the last. What happened? What has know. happened? I don't what know is what's going total on? Total staff overall. All the Brahmses are. I was going to say, but this has happened to all of Brahms. Yeah. Do they have a new CEO? I don't know if they got a new CEO, but somebody came in and really whipped them into shape. They yeah. did. It's very good. It's good. I had it, Brahms last night for dinner. What'd you get? Six piece chicken. Fingers, yeah, it was awesome. Probably does a good burger too. It's a good, great burger. I like a bur- I like I like the burger, but I, I I want the dip in that gravy. Dude, you can get a whole bag of burgers. You know what I? Here's a little trick of the trade. Mm. Brahms, mm. 
chicken club sandwich. Oh, fantastic! Really, okay. get it crispy. Then they have their Brahms dipping sauce. Yeah, which is good. basically cane sauce. Mm-hmm. It's good. Put that on the sandwich. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds really good. Ooh. So I'm eating for breakfast. Well, I was going to say I want thing? that right now. <laughs> have you seen the thing where people put their like Chick Fil A chicken sandwich into the bag and pour sauces in and shake it up? Have you done it? No, I've seen it where they've done it with like mac and cheese. You get mac and cheese as your side instead of the, and then you get chicken. No, you get mac and cheese and nuggets, and then you yeah, I've get seen buffalo that sauce, and you kind of put board all that. I've seen anything else? Ooh, yeah, I've seen that. I'm not on the TikTok. I I don't know. I think I may have seen it on TikTok. Yeah, it makes sense. But any other TQs before we get out of here? Let's just do more miffed and peeved. You miffed, miffed. 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 Do you got more? No, I'm still just freaking pissed my Uber driver. <laughs> How long ago was this? It was a month ago. Oh, okay. Then you're holding on to that. Oh, maybe I'll tell you. Man. If if you if it's a, just a normal ride, I'm given five stars. That man did not get five stars. And I wrote in the comments, he missed the turn to the was going three different times. <laughs> So that's un- that's unacceptable. It isn't unacceptable. If your um, job is driving, also when you have just this big telephone map, right? That yeah. literally tells you this uh, is where uh, you turn. turn okay, right this is here. the this is the worst. So I get into this is the same guy. I get in the Uber and he goes, "Okay, well, where are we going?" <laughs> I go, "Well, it's in the it's in the app. I typed it in." He goes, "Okay, well, how do I get there?" I said, no, no, it's swear to God. You should have gotten out right. And he then. said, and he said, and I that said, that wasn't an Uber driver, bud. I said, it's in. <laughs> I said, it's in the app. It shows you where to go. And he goes, okay, well, I'm new at this. He goes, all right. So how do I get out of your? How do I get out of your parking lot? And I was like, it's in the app. Like you look at the app and it, it tells you where to go. What was your Uber driver's name Ashton Kutcher? God, yeah, I got punked. I got, <laughs> punked. I got punked. real punked. Yeah, yeah that's. I just immediately probably get out and call another Uber. I, I don't. But know. you're stuck at that. I point. know. But then what do you say? Like in the app, like, he was a moron. <laughs> like fire this man. So it was. I, yeah. There are numerous moments where I get frustrated like that at people. Where I'm like, just will you just just walk, just or drive intentionally. Just, yeah. like, just are you here? I just need a baseline level of competence. That's all I ask for in my Ubers. Yeah. Really in the world. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But it was so bad. So, so bad. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great. Um, you miffed? You, I don't know. You miffed? No, I'm tired. I'm tired too. But that's, you know, it is what it is. I am grateful and blessed because tonight, around 8 p.m. Yeah. Fassler Hall. Now, Fassler, it's Friday night in the big town. That's right. Could be a little busy. It's going to be busy. But Columbia will be there. <clears throat> I don't know if we'll be, be there. Just like most bars in Oklahoma City, probably going to get busier as the night mm. drags mm-hmm. on. So get there at 8. Yeah. Emmy Award winner Jason Gallagher is going to be there hanging out with us, too. So it's going to be Oklahoma City resident. That's Oklahoma right. man knows the restaurants, where they are, which ones are good. Here That's in the right. City. <laughs> friends, friends with JJ Reddick. Works with JJ Reddick. Is JJ coming? Uh, cannot confirm or, or deny. deny or deny. We I haven't heard. That, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. He is a big uh, fan of the Thunder. Yeah, he might. He might be there. Who knows? Maybe he comes uh, out of retirement to play with the Thunder. But he might be a big fan of clubbies. Could be a big clubby man. You a fan of clubbies? Yeah, they're good. I like them. I like to drink you them. Clubbing man. Yeah, they're good. I'll drink them. They're good. Yeah. They're they're uh, people like them on the golf course. They're the official <laughs> seltzer of golf. That's I think right. they just made that up, but I don't get to just claim. Who's that. gonna sue? Who's gonna who's gonna say well, golf is gonna come and be like, uh? Uh-uh. Yeah, the golf is not an entity. <laughs> just the sport. It's like no, yeah, no, <laughs> of course not. Uh, no, I'm grateful and blessed. Um, certainly, uh, I recorded so many podcasts this week and. Uh, just to have the amount of guests say yes to coming on our show is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, take time to listen to those if you if you have it today. But if you but you love what you do, so you didn't work a didn't work a day. Didn't work one second. Wow! You did apparently get a decent little afternoon nap the other day. I did. That's what you said to us. When 
You, you said you woke up and got this text message. Oh. You woke up at 2. 2.34. So that's a nap, dude. No, I, I wish. I wish that. <laughs> I wish that's, that's the way that Yeah, if was. you haven't, so it came out yesterday is the mm-hmm. multi-pod yeah. Wolves preview. Yeah. About halfway through it, I got Tyler Parker's that I'm listening to right now, who's maybe my favorite personality in the entire sports world. He's so funny. Hey, he's right there, man. Outside of us. Thank yeah. you. Uh, he's just so funny. And then you've got, I mean, it's just a great lineup. Yeah, Amick was great. Amick was great. Yeah. Joe, if you haven't, go Jay listen Moore. to it. If you haven't, go listen to it. John Krasinski was very good. From the oh, office. And, uh, Nate Roos. Nate Roos is awesome. Isn't he good? I was like, this guy's great. Because I, I couldn't tell by the voice who it was. And yeah. so I was like, who is this? And I looked up. And he's a great. He really knows his he's a great, Yeah. It's not like, and he was kind of like, you know, I've only been following. But I'm like, dude, you know what you're talking about. At least you sound like you do, which is half of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So That's great. Anyway. Yeah, and he might be fun. in the city next week. He might be. We'll see. Hey, we'll guys. see what happens. Thunder up. It's a good time to be a fan, man. This is the best time. Enjoy it, Enjoy, regardless of what happens tonight. Like, don't don't allow yourself to get like mad. Impossible. No sports mad. Impossible. Yeah, don't get sports mad. I'm tonight. just letting just, you know. Impossible. Just enjoy it. Enjoy your night. Uh, okay, we'll see you guys at Faster Hall tonight. Cannot wait. We'll see you guys tonight. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.